0: Alright, welcome uh, to the 10th episode of uh, Two Thumbs Undecided. This is a very special episode. Very special episode. We've
1: uh, traveled out to the great uh, state of just
0: Pittsburgh Uh for our first very guest. Very first guest, uh, Ms. Donna Belajac is here with us today. She is... Uh, the winner of a Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Individual Achievement in casting for a miniseries or special for Citizen Cone. Uh, She also was nominated twice uh, for the Arteos uh, Award uh, for such things as Captain Phillips uh, and Foxcatcher. So needless to say, she has been around. uh, It's a pleasure uh, for uh, having you today. Thank you very much. Thanks,
2: Sam and Zach. Um,
0: Um, So we're going to begin, as all places Should begin uh, with just asking a little bit about how you got uh, into casting uh, and a little bit of your backstory in this industry.
2: Well, like most casting directors, I fell into it. I was working for a production company. I was an AD and the production manager came to me one day and said, the company wants to bring casting in-house instead of hiring freelancers and we think you should do it.
1: That's always a, it's always a little bit of luck and also you know getting to where you need to be to right. do that. How did you uh, uh, start off as an assistant director?
2: I didn't start as assistant director. I started as a receptionist for the production really? company. So you really like stumbled yeah. into this role. Yeah. Were, wow. Were they like
1: like asking the receptionists to just like we need an assistant director? <laughs> and then the next now there like, were a few steps in okay. between. So I was
2: I was receptionist and less than a year later the operations manager operations assistant quit and told them to give me her job Nice. and again I was like why and she said you're just anal and fastidious and you'll be able to handle this and she trained me for a day and left and shoved me into this situation wow, so, crazy. Into the water. how yeah, nervous crazy. were you like really nervous a tad I was 19 whoa yeah
0: did you go to school <laughs> no Man.
2: When you became an assistant director? No, when I became the operations assistant.
1: Oh, uh, was this? Uh, where was this?
2: It was a production company called TPC, and most of the people in production here worked there at one time or another. People mm-hmm. my, you know, my age, my generation. Um, and this was a Pittsburgh right? mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I did that for a few years, and then I got bored and asked to be uh, put in production as a PA. So they made me a PA, and I did that for a while, and then they started giving me AD work to do. So when they came to me and asked me to do casting, it was perfect because I had just gotten to the point where I realized I don't want to be an AD for the rest of my life, and there's nowhere for me to go because I could never be a director. I wasn't trained, and I don't have that much like creativity, and I didn't really want to learn all the technical aspects of it. The only part I really liked about directing... I knew by this point, was the talent end of it. Directing the talent. Because I would sit in the control room and watch what was happening and the director would be giving direction and I would be talking to the monitor, you know, no, mm-hmm. tell her to do it this way. So it was, kind of, it was kind of perfect and it turned out to be my thing. So it was serendipitous. Wow. Yeah.
1: I, was, I always wondered how long it takes i mean for different people it takes longer to find what your your thing is mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i think that i want to be a director but i'm slowly realizing maybe animation is mm-hmm. my thing but who knows maybe it's lighting it's just you have to do all the different things right or just kind of fall into it as yeah.
0: one uh, probably a lot of people have said before it's not about Destination. It's called journey. But mm-hmm. oh. yeah. um, well, when you were when you were growing growing up, what was your like original aspiration uh, in the in the movie biz? If you,
2: if, I had none. You had none. I had none. I, um, you know, I went to school at a time when it and in a socioeconomic class where girls going to college wasn't necessarily a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. I had not one counselor smack me for not going to college. I had no one saying, and I was seventh in my class of 500 kids, and no one said to me, why aren't you applying to colleges? And I didn't have the, I didn't have the support at home. I didn't have anyone at home except my one brother saying, go to college. So I didn't know what I wanted to be. I don't remember anybody ever asking me what i wanted to be when i grew up
1: did you wow. en- did you enjoy the movies Were you no like, I, I
2: wasn't know? i wasn't necessarily a movie person you know i just i just was getting out of high school and i wanted a job wow that and, is
0: fascinating to yeah. me. it's such a different <laughs> time period where like everyone's constantly asking you what are you going to do next mm. um well, that's so cool uh we also wanted to ask um we saw on your... We also... She has 82 credits uh, for casting. One of them, the early ones uh, is Silence of the Lambs. Everybody uh, loves that movie. Yeah. You helped out with Silence of the Lambs. Can you talk about how specifically you helped out with that classic Sure, film?
2: Sure, sure. Um, so, as with most of my projects, I work on the um, location... What we call location casting. So, I am hired to find actors to fill the roles that they would like to use local actors for mm-hmm. because they only have budget for salary they don't have money for hotel airfare per diem travel expenses, all that kind of stuff. so I generally have maybe twenty roles twenty to thirty roles to cast in a film that's an average and um Back then, it was a lot of, and especially on that movie, it was cops and Mm -hmm. coroners and (laughs) things like that. So I probably cast about that many roles, maybe 20 20 roles or so. Um, It was fun to work on. The script was frightening, as can be. I remember reading it at midnight by myself. And I was literally shaking. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, you picture it.
1: uh, Anthony Hopkins doing the, like,
2: no, no, I couldn't. I really wasn't even that, like I said, I wasn't like a big film buff or anything. So Anthony Hopkins was, I knew who he was, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, I couldn't have, like, imitated him or, you know, I didn't have any real solid anything. So, you know, for me, it's always just looking at the roles I need to cast And finding local actors that fit
0: Mm. those
2: parts. A guy that looks like a cop. Somebody that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I just, I was so taken with the script because it was just, it was so scary. It was just so scary. Probably somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. I would have to, yeah, I would have to look. I'm trying to think what year was that? That was 91.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was the
2: year I got married. That I. It came out the next year, but... um, yeah, so it was 91 and there was a flood downtown and I lost a lot of my scripts because I'm a pack rat, I save everything, mm-hmm. but I had scripts in a filing cabin in the basement of my building and there was a flood one of the rivers, you know, the Mon flooded and we uh-huh. had this much water in the basement. So that might be one of the scripts that was covered in silt. Wow, you have the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Now we have the audio.
0: um um, well uh continuing off of that i mean you've worked on big pictures small pictures Mm -hmm. um what is it like working with director to director working with um such big names as uh, richard linklater recently Mm -hmm. um to to small uh like tv shows or or what's it like or
1: even or even like the difference between the directors so richard linklater Mm -hmm. he's more of a serious Last Flag, I even flying. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then you have yourself uh, Kevin Smith right. doing Dogma. You right. Worked, you worked on that. As well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know they definitely I've seen their both of their work very mm-hmm. different. How right. how is the difference from director to director?
2: Uh, it's it's kind of hard to generalize um, because they're all so unique, mm-hmm. you know, in their own ways. I mean, Kevin Smith and Richard Linklater are like. Opposite ends of the world, (laughs) Um, both fun to work with, you know, Mm -hmm. in in different ways. Um, You know, the one thing that I have found is that it's it's hard to work. It's harder to work for a young, new director than it is to work for an established director. And you would think it would be backwards, Mm -hmm. you know, the other way around. But I find that. Young directors don't trust themselves.
1: What do you, do you mean? Like they're <laughs> sloppier? No, they
2: don't. No, they don't trust their ability to direct an actor. Oh. All right. So they want an actor to come in and read the scene in the audition perfectly, exactly mm-hmm. the way they envision it, and and just nail it. Whereas. A, a seasoned director can has confidence in his ability to get a performance out of someone and just they can hire them based on them auditioning for a different scene even
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you know what i mean so and a younger director has to see the person do the exact scene that they're going to do in the film
1: that's interesting I yeah never,
2: so it's ahead. so it's harder, so they want you know they don't want to take a chance on. Someone unknown. And that's a problem for me because everyone's an unknown Mm -hmm. (laughs) here in Pittsburgh, you know, to them, unknown to them. So, um, so it gets, it gets difficult, you know, to, um, to find people for them.
0: Well, also going on to the next question, do you think there's a, uh, what do you think is the biggest thing that's, um, misconstrued or forgotten about the role of a casting director in the movie process? Um, to you. Hmm.
2: Um, I mean, I think there's, you know, casting directors are kind of in the background Mm -hmm. and there's, we're not given the, um, respect and we're not given our due basically in what we bring to the process. It's casting directors who find amazing actors for films, Mm -hmm. not directors, you know, and directors get all the credit for discovering people. Yeah, but it's usually (laughs) a casting
1: director who goes, like, I found, you
0: know, these, these people. It's always
2: the casting director. Yeah. yeah, It's so weird. Like
0: you see interviews and you, you see the director never talking about the, they're always just like, I knew as soon as they entered the room that like, that was the part. And they never—you really don't see any credit given to the casting directors.
2: Right. Well, Nobody ever says, you know, so and so found this person, mm-hmm. or you know, they could even use the casting director's name in that sentence. Mm-hmm. As soon as that actor walked into Donna Bella Jack's casting room, or something, yeah. you know, there's there's an easy way. Not that I, I would never expect that because of the level where, you know, I'm working mainly on location casting, but, you know, big casting names mm-hmm. don't get any any recognition, even in uh, publications that are devoted to the industry. I can see, you know, Time Magazine or, you know, whatever. People aren't thinking about casting directors and, the, you know, whatever. But Premier Magazine, Entertainment Weekly... Does anybody ever even interview the casting director about about the casting well, do you think about the actors like, no one well, you know?
1: see like our uh, for the audience at home, our uh, mom is also like she's in the casting role as well, and she's always told us like like that's all the cast she always gives the respect whenever we're watching movies uh-huh. and also she gives her opinion on who should be cast <laughs> uh, but um Hold on a second. This is why we edit. Uh, I also have. Well, question. why? What? Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you think the reason why um, the edit, like the cast, the casting directors aren't as mention in these kind of industry is Hollywood or just the film industry is trying to make those more like the the director, the actors, the prominent like star figures? Because everybody, it seems like like. Oh, the stars get all the glory and the directors get all the glory. Do you think they're kind of, in a way, perpetuating that?
2: I think that probably is it. You know, the director gets all the credit for the entire film, which they should. It's a director's medium. Mm. Um, So I guess, you know, a film is beautiful. Do people talk about, you know, the director of photography? Maybe in the,
0: the film maybe
2: world. in the film world in those publications, and they do. I've seen interviews. I've seen you know the director of photography interviewed, casting directors not interviewed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the cast is just as important to the film than the photography or the locations or the you know, and I th- I think that you know we're not recognized the way we should be.
1: Um for. Uh viewers of the ear at home uh <laughs> comment below if you can try to find a video interview of the director and the casting director being interviewed at the same and we'll, time we'll give you a
0: special prize yeah, yeah we'll, we'll give we'll you reveal an... um when you post it yeah oh, and if, it, if it's if it's good enough um honestly i'd just be surprised if you give us a video Uh, But through my brief little research, um, looking through videos, it's most of the times casting directors interviewing other casting directors, Hmm. um, which is, it's kind of sad. Uh, and I think like you were talking before, like how it is the director's medium, but it's, it's a lot of people not in the business really just see it as directors, actors, that's it. Right. Even DPs, which I Mm -hmm. think like, I think we should do an episode on just DPs as well, because, that's a huge part of the film but if you mm-hmm. talk to any normal person not in the biz, they would not even know what a deep director of right. photography is. So I don't know. It's a huge problem, uh, in the business itself. Um but what? I think the biggest casting directors I have the they're not even mentioned at right. all. Right.
2: Um you
0: have something to say? I also I also think editors are as well. Are almost mm-hmm.
1: kinda of the the directors uh like, the directors direct the footage, and then the editors direct it on how it should be seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the casting directors... <laughs> from a, Coming from an editor. From, uh, coming from an <laughs> editor, but uh, casting directors are the one who give the directors the clay to mold. right? And then the editors even shape it down even more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but uh, a question that I think is that is a good time with this is... Oscars Mm -hmm. there's Oscars for you know production design sound design sound mixing costume makeup all that jazz Mm -hmm. the one that you know always I think like what do you feel about an Oscar category for casting directing
2: well I think it's crazy that there isn't recognition from the Academy there It's it just doesn't make any sense. The cast is a huge part of the film. Without a cast, <laughs> you don't have a film. Yeah. So why isn't there why isn't there some recognition when, you know, there's everything else that ends up on film is honored. Mm-hmm. So I I think it makes no sense. Their their argument is that So many actors come um, attached to a picture that the casting director doesn't have anything to do with. But that's usually two or three actors. And they're not the whole film. Mm -hmm. You know, people will tell you, directors will tell you that every single character matters. We audition tons of people for one line. For one line. Those actors have to come into the room to audition for me, and then they come in to meet the director, and he directs he or she directs them. And one line. If those roles weren't important, would would we do all of that? No, you know. So why why isn't that work?
1: Movies well, movies would look a lot different if the directors would cast everything. (laughs) <laughs> we wouldn't have maybe our Steve Buscemi's or our, you know yeah.
2: our character actors. Yeah, if th- they had to if they had to pick everybody just from their memory, pff, good luck. We'd yeah. see all the same actors all over the you know all the time.
0: Do you, you, do you ever get? Um, I, I I read that one of the biggest annoyances of casting directors is people calling uh, and saying like I just I just want like a quote. But, like, I can do it myself, but just if I was, like, trying to, if I wanted to cast, like, how much would you charge me? Do you ever get something like that from, like, young directors or anything?
2: I'm not sure I understand. Say that again.
0: Uh, like, people asking, basically assuming that they can cast themselves, Mm -hmm. and then, but only calling you just, like, for budgeting and trying to figure out like a quote from you, mm-hmm. um, is a little disrespectful. Do you ever have someone like, have you ever had things like that?
2: No, um, I've had, I've had people, you know, with low budget films and short films and that sort of thing, call and ask, you know, if I would, if I would cast it and how much I would charge and all of that. Oh. And I usually don't hear from them again
0: okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: once I, once I tell them. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about
0: uh, in your own experience? Mm-hmm. What do you think you had an uh, instance where you thought was uh, you contributed greatly to this actor's career to the movie itself mm-hmm. in who your you th- in your casting?
1: Uh, well, and, uh, who do you think you discovered as a cast? <laughs> who did you like yeah. point and go see that person?
2: I don't know that I would say discovered, but you know there are a couple of people that I um, you know I worked with auditioned that sort of thing when they were in college and gave them their first job and things like that um, you probably wouldn't even know them because you got you guys are young but there was a there was an actress at Carnegie Mellon I gave her her first commercial her name is Ming-Na Wen and she was on ER and um she was also in the Joy Luck Club she was the ma- she was the daughter in Joy Luck Club she's from Pittsburgh actually nice. yeah yeah
1: she, she wasn't from sideways, was she? Or is that...
2: I don't think she was in sideways. To, I, don't, think. I don't think she was. But I could be wrong. Why? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to remember
1: the... the uh, uh, Moving on. <laughs> she was not from sideways. Um, um,
2: and then there was a, a woman from Point Park College. Her name was Melina Kanakaridis and she ended up on Starring in Providence, a television show, Mm -hmm. a long time ago, and um, either one of the CSIs or the Law and Orders—I can't remember—she ended up on there. But you know, there weren't there weren't too many of those. Yeah. Well, we
0: heard from (laughs) a little a a little birdie that you helped out with um, Christina Aguilera. Uh, Um, (laughs) career
2: in some ways that I we cross paths is a more um, accurate. Uh, she was a 12 year old girl who um grew up here in Pittsburgh, and her mother would call me and you know pitch her daughter and ask me to bring her in for auditions, and I did. I still have her little headshot from when she was 12. Mm -hmm. Um, but she wasn't an actor kid, you know, she hadn't taken musical theater classes or. Any kind of acting classes she was a singer, oh, you know we didn't need singers, oh, really? you know, so she and she was also twelve by the time her mother brought her to us, and that's right on the cusp of no more auditions really? <laughs> because- yeah. you're not a kid after you're twelve you're you're a teenager, and those commercials that needed teenagers weren't shot here it was always banks and hospitals and so they wanted a family of four so the kids were six to ten or eight or nine they were you know 12 was like the oldest they ever wanted a kid to be in a commercial Mm -hmm. so once you hit 12 your opportunities dropped off so we didn't have a whole lot of time to work with her
0: Still she got pretty cool yeah. that you, you helped yeah, it her it cool. in some way. It was cool. Yeah. I, I
2: always wonder if she remembers, like if she remembers coming into auditions and all of that when I she hope, was 12.
1: I hope every day. She, I hope uh, she wakes <laughs> up every day. And every remember. day she
2: goes, that was so cool that being so in Donna cool. Belajac's office. I used to be <laughs> in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm
1: going to drop another name. Okay. Uh, myself name, Zach Requinto. Mm-hmm. Now, uh... From what I've learned, Zachary Quinto was a prominent character in mm-hmm. the in the uh, Daugherty agency.
2: Right, he was with Daugherty. That was back when Deb and I were competitors.
0: Mm. For those and, who don't know, Daugherty is another um, modeling agency.
2: They're now they're a now they're a talent agency. They're a talent agency. Right. Back then this is very convoluted and I'll try not to get into it too much, but Deb and I, Dougherty and I were competitors. Mm -hmm. We were casting directors, but we also had modeling agencies. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we were, we both did the exact same thing. So she had a pool of talent and I had a pool of talent and the actors could go to auditions at either company, but the models had to be with one or the other. Mm -hmm. So um, so I knew Zach because he went to Carnegie Mellon, and I always tapped into the Carnegie Mellon kids. Mm-hmm. And I also knew him when he was a teenager, too, because he went to the musical theater schools, and yeah. you know he was in the world. So I did know who he was, but um, I guess Doherty had more opportunities for him, or maybe he was with them for print or as a model. I don't know, but he was much more known by Deb and her crew than he was by me. She had more contact with him than I did, but I you know, I definitely knew him. He knew me. That sort of thing. So, and he you know. went
0: on to uh, star in uh, Star Trek for those heroes. Right. And heroes as well. His right. biggest claim heroes heroes, heroes first, then, Spock, then Spock. Yeah. Yeah. Silent, yeah. Yeah. Where you had the head blood thing. Mm.
2: Yeah. So Which... it was nice. So we worked together on a television show a reality television show that where two new directors were hired and competed and Mm. created, you know, they were given $600,000 each to make a movie. And then there was online voting to see who was, who won, like who had the best film. And Zach was one of the executive producers. Oh, yeah. So I got, um, it was, um, I can remember the name of the film that I worked on it was called Holidaysburg what the heck was the name of the show I I need a minute to think I'll I'll think of it Um, but it was it was kind of like Project Greenlight Mm -hmm. it was similar to Project Greenlight same producer
1: oh yeah how did he he get involved with that
2: I'm not sure I'm not sure of that
0: story you just kind of like sometimes you see that people are producers for things and you're just like wait what what What? is this in name only off some guy. Yeah. He, was, he turned out to be the producer of a yeah. hit TV show. I mean, at that yeah, point, you sure. can just, it's more like attaching your name to things. No, he was involved. He was involved.
2: He was, really involved. He was definitely oh, yeah. involved. Yeah, he was. He and another um, Carnegie Mellon student that I knew, hmm. you know, I used to bring them all in for auditions and stuff. So I knew them. And I got to see him at the rap party. He was very sweet. And,
0: well, I think yeah. uh, our yeah. last... Well, we know, was, no, we got—we uh, got oh, five we got five minutes. I think about oh. Pittsburgh itself. I was yeah. I think uh, our last question for today um, is talking about Pittsburgh itself uh, in the movie industry, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't really know. But Pittsburgh is has a lot of things going on, um, mm-hmm. and could you tell the audience uh, things you're maybe working on or, or, or Pittsburgh in general, um, the role it has in the film industry? Sure. It? Yeah. Little secrets. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's. It's been amazing for the last four or five years Mm -hmm. because one of the goals of the film office director, the director of the film office, Don Kuser, when she came here 20 some years ago was to get a series in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And she has been really successful with that. We've had several series here now. I think the new goal, my new goal hmm. is to get a series to stay here for more than two seasons. Mm. <laughs> so, we've had Outsiders, which I worked on for two seasons. Um Gone, which we had for a season, still might come back for another. That was just last year. Mindhunter is back here mm-hmm. for Netflix. It's back here for a second season. Um we did a season. I didn't work on it, but there was a season of um, Super Ninjas for Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. You wanted to do <laughs> it. I auditioned for one of the and parts. You didn't get it. And I got a
1: comp. No, I did They said I was in the last. Po- Anyways. You were in the last what? I was, like, about to be casted. Well, Anyways, sorry.
2: That's okay. Shay got a part in that. She got oh. a little part. Oh. Yeah.
1: I auditioned for, like, <laughs> kid number two. Right? <laughs> well, well, Shay got, Shay got
2: to throw up, so... Oh yeah. really? Yeah. My
0: character was gonna throw.
1: up. Too. I think it was your. Oh really? Maybe yeah. all characters did that. Maybe she got. Wait. Maybe <laughs> she got your part? <laughs> Maybe and she did. Down to the final two. I don't know why. Like because she threw up better than you did. So I don't know Maybe because you know the characters did. were all like nerdy looking. <laughs> it was funny. not. It was not a interesting. I wonder what I have
0: to. She check. wowed the casting. She's like, yeah, yeah. It's not. Alas. So yeah.
2: so that's been amazing. So not only do we have. Series here all the time, it seems. But while the series are going on, then the films come in. Richard Linklater was here two years in a row. That's really? like a dream come true mm-hmm. to work. I've never, until that happened, I've never worked with a film director twice. How, is, they,
0: how is like is he, as is a person? He's amazing. Really? He's amazing. Aww. He's so... That's good to hear.
2: He's so just real and down to earth and cool and... He's just—he's he's the lucky. best. Yeah. He's, that, he's the best.
1: That really helps on this Monday to know that Richard <laughs> Linklater is actually a, yeah. a good guy. Yeah, he's really well, good. Sunday. Guy. Oh, Technical that's guy. right. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I had that. on this
0: Sun Sunday. Okay, well, I... there we got it. Yeah. Saved it. Yeah. Um, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, and there you go. any projects where. We may be seen in the future. Yeah. Is there anything you could? I don't know.
2: Us? I don't know of anything coming down the pike except Mind Hunter coming back and and this show. I'm, the show I'm working on right now. I guess this is something you don't know about or the world doesn't know about yet. But CBS is here uh, producing ten episodes for their All Access cable channel or streaming. Sorry, streaming channel. Um, is it called a channel? Um, I don't stream. know anymore. I, think... I don't know. We don't know what to call anything anymore. Yeah, it's their it's like a streaming... Their streaming... Thing. Yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> that covers it Their up. streaming it thing. a lot of... Yeah. yeah. So, ten episodes. It's a thriller. Um, murder mystery kind of... Episodic. Pittsburgh so. is
1: great for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. We have all, we have all kinds of great locations and... Yeah. Great crew. Great actors. So... We're a really good place to shoot.
0: Well, here's to more projects uh, coming yeah, in the future. Thank you.
2: Keep uh, them coming. <laughs> and
0: uh, thank you for talking with us today. Sure. Uh, it it's means a, a great, lot. Yeah. Real pleasure. Um, yeah. It's been a thank real pleasure, you. especially You're for welcome. our 10th episode. Uh, and uh, yeah. Here's to the future of film. Future Yay. of film. are here. For empty glasses <laughs> of wine <laughs> and some non glasses. Ching, ching, ching. ching. <laughs> Thoughts on Shape of Water winning uh, Best Picture?
2: I actually ended up calling it because I went to the Oscar party and I was on, I think it was the last movie I saw too, which sometimes, you know, (laughs) it's your most recent movie, Mm -hmm. it sticks with you. But I was on the red carpet and they grabbed me and they asked me what I thought was going to win. And I'm like, I'd like to see that win.